Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya
is your future where you can't even sleep at night. I speak against depression and fear, every attack from the enemy. This is your day, the Lord made it, baby. to me because okay. all of my life I've been overweight I've been on yo-yo diets and 
mm-hmm. um, I've maintained um, sometimes when I, uh, it was certain periods of my life where I maintained healthy living, exercise, eating right. But then I noticed as I'm reevaluating everything because I'm getting ready to really start going back and um, exercising and eating healthier. It's the the times where I was emotionally stressed or had tragedy in my life where I gave up on exercise and tended to overeat. So as a fitness expert, do you see that as a correlation sometimes, emotions and overeating? Yes, Tanya, I see it, and I personally have experienced that. That's called comfort eating. When you are stressed and you just need food, you rely on food to comfort you. So um, that's just like an escape uh, route for you to just get whatever meal that gives you that pleasure, whatever satisfies you at the time. And unfortunately, it's not a well-cooked, well-rounded, prepared meal. It's like fast food or pizza, whatever you crave. You want to have it just to satisfy and to kind of subdue the mood at that time. And I've seen that with clients before as well. And like you said, emotional weight gain is most severe because usually it's all fat because of the Mm. choice of food that you make. And I'm sure Janet is going to talk about that, but definitely we just, our choice of eating is what kind of, and the time as well. Emotional eating sometimes, it just takes place at night for whatever reason. You're home, you know, Mm -hmm. everything is accessible, your kitchen is already flooded with the wrong types of food. So definitely I see that, and it's a struggle. It is a major struggle um, for uh, a lot of people, uh, women in particular, um, that I've worked with and I've trained at um, teachers that's uh, highly stressed. So any stress-related job could cause that uh, emotional eating to occur, which is very severe and dangerous because we tend to gravitate to those foods that are not good and healthy for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I wanna I wanna go back to because I I see you now I've never met you in person but I see your pictures I've visited mm-hmm. your site and I can't I can't put together that you mm-hmm. weighed over two hundred pounds because yeah I have um, the pictures don't make don't let me post them because I will <laughs> that, I will post them but that's inspirational especially for people like me who've been overweight all all of my life um, mm-hmm. how did you find the motivation to not only start but to maintain, and and you're a certified fitness instructor. Correct. Correct. How did you do that? Well, like I said, it took place in 2004. It was it, it damaged my self-esteem. You're talking to somebody who used to look in the mirror and just cry because I despised and hate what I saw. I was always the biggest of all of my friends. I'm I'm mm-hmm. tall, so I was not only tall but I was tall and big. Mm-hmm. And um, I had small friends and different things like that. So it kind of weighed, took a toll on my emotions and my um, security and my self-esteem. So I just had enough. I had enough of walking up the stairs and being tired. I had enough of going to the store and my clothes not fitting. My mom would tell you she was just talking to me about it last week. And she was like, you remember when we used to go to the store? And anything I get to you for you would never fit and look at you now, you know. Different mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, not one outfit my mom brought from the store for me would fit, and I have two other sisters, and they'll be prancing around their little outfits and mm. stuff, and um, it just bothered me so. So I just, at one year, had enough, and I said, I'm either either going to do it now or never. And my friends could attest to they would get up early in the morning because I went to UCF. Mm-hmm. So I would get up in the morning and jog two miles, 6.30. This was for three consecutive months, Tanya. And in those three months, I'd lost over 50 pounds in 2004. But mm-hmm. I was so serious that I put myself on a plan. It's discipline. It's no quick 
you know, no quick answers. I tried Dexatrim before and, you know, some other things. Mm -hmm. um, nothing too serious. I didn't have the knowledge about all those other, you know, enhancers or whatnot. But um, I got up every morning at 6.30. And whether I wanted to or not, I, I dragged my body out of the bed some days, put on my shoes, and I would just go for it. And I started with the walk, started with the power walk, then escalated to the jog. And it became an habitual habit. And not only would I do that in the morning at 6.30, but after work, after school, I would then come home in the evening. It would be about evening time when the sun was down, and I would jog. Or I would go to the gym, excuse me. I would go to the gym, UCF gym, and I would work out there for an hour. And it just became a routine to the point that it was second nature. Now, I was breathing better. My clothes were just, you know, sagging. My friends would pass me on the street as I'm jogging, and they would, you know, toot their horns or whatever and you know go low you know go do your thing or whatever but mm -hmm. it was a challenge but I stuck with it for three months I cut out all fast food I mm -hmm. eliminated certain um, meats from my diet I eat only uh, uh, fish now mm -hmm. um, I, I stopped eating the fast food and I stopped eating the um, the pork and the other things that were just not good for me um, and that was like I said that was a critical moment so I, I kind of went all or none so uh, wow. after those three months, I saw the result, 50 pounds lighter, feeling good, looking good, self-esteem where it should have been a long time ago, and I saw the the benefits, but it was hard work. It was that, hard work, and I remember that summer. Well, listen, it, you're definitely inspiration. Never knew that. I've talked to you uh, several times, uh, but right. you said a key word is discipline, and you had enough, and that's yeah. on my little agenda to play, that song, Enough is Enough. But it's very, because um, me, I, those times I did lose weight and maintain them for years, I reached uh -huh. that point. Enough is enough. I'm I'm tired of it. I'm I'm I was always the big I'm always the big one. My sister's uh, smaller than me, so she like you said. I, I've been through that. We go shopping, yeah. and you know I'm like, oh my god. And now if you if, if when I really think about it, sometimes when I don't go places or uh -huh. uh, it's because probably I don't feel like being. You know, I'm I'm not I'm I'm comfortable with my weight, and so uh, I know I've definitely reached that enough is enough, and yes, getting on yes. the nutrition um, track and trying mm -hmm. to reprogram my mind because it is a reprogramming, as I hear you say, to really yes. push yourself to exercise and be disciplined right. um, every day. And you say there's no quick fix, so we can't believe no. all these commercials. Oh my gosh, no, no. I do it the good old-fashioned way, and you see the thing about it is it becomes that habit, and then right now you don't go X amount of time without some type of personal fitness. Now it's been um, five five years, oh, four, five years now that I've maintained the um, the weight, and actually it was before oh, four. Oh, four is when I got certified. The year that I lost the weight was 2002. I was still at okay. UCF at that time. So it's been all about seven years, and I can't I can't even go a week without doing some type of physical activity. Like now my Saturdays and Fridays are consumed with jogging, and I have to do that just because your body becomes used to it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you don't do it, it's going to feel very uncomfortable, um, you know, because it's become now a habit. It's a way of life. And that's what I would tell people because I conducted workshops at UCF, um, individuals and I started out my clientele there and I would tell them the secret is understanding first it's you have to change your perspective but also it's a lifestyle change this is a way of life mm -hmm. you won't look at food the same at first I started by counting calories I don't have to do it anymore it's just such a quick process now mm -hmm. I just know okay if before I eat 
even this cookie during lunch? Am I going to have time to go home and work out tonight? Mm. It's not all of that uh, sugar, that glucose is just going to stay right there and become fat. I don't have, I, it's, it's, it's a give and take. You could, mm-hmm. you could eat so much only if you know that you're going to discipline yourself and you're going to work it out. But mm. most people, you know, we consume and we consume and consume, but don't think, what are you going to do now to, you know, burn off these calories that you just ate? So I know I'm excited about the show tonight, too, because even though I'm at the size I am now, it's all about being healthy and staying fit for me. So I w- I'm all about being toned and however I could better, you know, um, take care of, and manage my health and my body. So I would love to hear the 21 days. Yeah. Uh, and the steps to becoming healthy and burning the fat, and that's what we sh- we have to target the fat. Obese individuals or people that are heavy in weight can't go into the gym pumping iron. Right. There's absolutely no way that you can. You're trying to build muscle on fat. First, you have to eliminate the fat. It's like mm-hmm. you have to melt down the fat, and that's going to take pure cardio. That's going to take you getting and burning and working up a sweat. And then as you become lean and as you begin to work your your um your muscles, your muscles will then begin to burn the fat. So okay. uh, it is a process. Most definitely it is a process. But it's doable. And like I said, the, the good old-fashioned way is more long-term. The short yes. crash diets is that quick fix. It doesn't work. Wow. If you just joined, we'll talk with Tanya White. We're talking to Miss Loretta Harris. She's giving her personal testimony as we get prepared to bring on uh, Jeanette Jenkins, the Hollywood trainer and fitness ex- expert to the stars and to everyone who wants to lose weight. She's going to talk about her book, 21 Habits to uh, Making uh, Healthiness a Habit. Um, and so I want to go back quickly, Loretta. You uh-huh. said you had to change. Now, did you have yes. to change your social group? Uh, because, you know, as African-Americans, everything right. centers around food. Right. Uh, every yes. gathering we have is mm-hmm. food, even in mm-hmm. churches, and it's not healthy food. So what did you have to do? Did you have to stay away? Did you have to set your boundaries? Give mm-hmm. Enlighten us on how you actually did that. You know what? For me, this is just... I, I challenge I challenge myself. I really do. And my friends recall and they know quite um they they know um from memory. Whenever we went out to eat, because 'cause you're right, our social groups we would always go out, UCF, dinners, restaurants, I know them all. All the mm-hmm. spots because that's the spots we would hit up and the time of day was usually at night. I would sit there, um, and not have the same foods while my friends indulge in the foods. Okay. So I I challenged myself that even if I was in the midst and amongst them, and they would always comment, wow, you're so um, disciplined, and, man, you're not even hungry, so you tell them you don't eat pork or ribs anymore, Lord, what's up with that, you know, things like that. And I would tell them, you know, I wouldn't try to persuade them not to, but I would say, look, it's all about my health, and I observe my body um, at all times. And when I was younger, I would tell my mom that after I would eat, Pork, I would get so tired and I was good for nothing, Tanya. All I could do was go into bed and sleep. Mm-hmm. So as a child, I observed the effects that red meat had on my body. So I knew something was wrong. So making that decision to leave that particular food alone wasn't too hard because I had experienced the adverse effect mm-hmm. that it had on me. But it, it's definitely discipline, Tanya. For those people who find it hard to uh, discipline themselves and order that separate and that different plate from the social group, that's when you probably should lighten up 
um, mm-hmm. with the amount of time spent or the time of day or even suggest and recommend to your friends because I have some friends now that um, I could count them, I can't even count them on one hand, that have lost weight in my family. Almost my entire family have all lost weight. I'm talking about 30 pounds, 50 wow. pounds, 18 pounds as a result of Miss, I'm saying Miss Harris like I'm teaching, as a result <laughs> of me saying, hey, guys, instead of the ribs, you all want me to tell you about this type of recipe and living that lifestyle. They witnessed me get up in the morning. They saw me at the gym. They knew, you know, I would be, you know, coming in from a workout. So they saw that and they were exposed to that. So probably it would be a good idea, too, if you expose that lifestyle that you're mm-hmm. trying to develop because that moral support, it is beneficial and it is important. So kind of, you know, bring them in on a little bit. You know, share with them a recipe or cook something for them that they've never had, and you just don't know who you would inspire. So a lot of people have been inspired, and they tell me all the time, some good friends that I have said, Loretta, you know what, I lost all of this weight because, you know, you encouraged me during UCF years, and it's been, I graduated in 03, it's been seven years now. Wow. So, you know, that's that's important to me or that I, I um, live that life and encourage them as well. So you set the example on what you wanted for not only yourself, but to be an inspiration to others, which is so uh, awesome to do because it, this changing, this changing your thinking, uh, puts uh-huh. you on the path to a long way. Uh, like Jeanette's going to talk about healthy living. We are waiting for Jeanette Jenkins. Uh, but if you have any questions or you want to ask Loretta any questions, please call three four seven two one five six four four six press the number one so that we know that you are uh, want to ask a question loretta we're going to take a brief break right now we're going to play that song because i was going to start off with it but you just saying you just had enough uh mm-hmm. is really inspiration because i know that i'm at that point i'm going to reach a milestone in my life and i'm like enough is enough with the weight because it is a mental thing especially when you've been overweight all your life you kind of think that this is all there is for you in your life. This is the person right. you're supposed to be. But it is mm-hmm. a mind change. So we're going to take a brief back break and uh, get prepared for our guest as she, we wait patiently for her to call in. Uh, you're listening to Real Talk with Tanya White, and we're going to come back and continue to talk about how we can shed the weight and change our mind so that we can live healthy. We'll be back in just a moment.
right? Enough is enough. Are you tired of carrying that extra weight and packing that fat around? Well, today we're talking about losing weight and becoming healthier in our uh, eating habits and our exercise routine. We're waiting for Jeanette Jenkins, the Hollywood trainer. Uh, but we have a co-host tonight, Miss Loretta uh, Harris. So we're going to bring her back on. And she has shared a powerful, powerful testimony of how she uh, lost 50 pounds and uh, devoted her life to healthy living. Uh, Miss Loretta? Yes, ma'am. All right. We're patiently waiting for Miss. We're going to check some of these calls and see if this is Jeanette. Uh, welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, 240. Hello? Mm, that's not it. We're waiting. Our lines are full. We're at a, everybody wants to look okay. at, Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, 301. Are you just listening? All right. Well, well Loretta. Give us some yeah. of your fitness tips on, um, wait a minute, a, pop, a call popped up. Hold on. Everybody wants to uh, get healthy, Loretta, I see. Our All lines right. are full. Get them healthy. <laughs> yeah, everybody's just listening. Our lines are full. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, 240. Hello? They're just listening also. Well, give us some tips on how, especially uh, people who are who have been overweight and, and, and trying to get into a, a routine exercise. What exercise? You said cardio, but what yes. type of cardio exercises can uh, people who are just starting off, who have not exercised in years, so they won't get frustrated or overexert themselves, what can they implement in, their, uh, in an exercise routine? Well, you know, it it starts with the basic walk. Um, okay. Depending on the person's frame and their size and body type, the the calories burned per um, thirty minutes and or fifteen minutes varies. But with a good brisk walk, you could burn anywhere. With thirty minutes of a brisk walk, you could burn anywhere from one hundred and fifty to five hundred calories. Okay. So it could start with a which basic, is a meal, basically. Ex- Exactly, exactly, okay. definitely a meal, well-proportioned meal. But you could start with just walking, and my major recommendation is set small goals. Be realistic. Um, don't expect to be, you know, from a size 12 and you're going to be a size 4. I mean, you want to be realistic. You may want to um, set goals to lose inches. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's better psychologically that we focus on the inches because those are what, that's what's going to go first, the inches. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people get caught up on the weight uh, measurement, 150 pounds, 175, but you may, not know, you may not lose as much weight as you would lose inches. So it would possibly be good. It's always good to get a trainer, someone who's professional, someone who could show you the, the movements and um, teach you and walk you through the steps. Also, that person could be a coach for you motivate mm-hmm. you and make sure that you're following through with whatever plan or just a partner, a mm-hmm. buddy, that person who could hold you accountable, um, somebody that you spend a lot of time with. And you could let them know, look, this area of my life is I feel defeated. 
and I need yes. help. It's just like a cry of help for anything else that we would need, you know, we would need help with. So you could say, you know, I'm feeling defeated in this particular area. Can you, you know, hold me accountable? Here, this is my plan that I have, or help me write a plan. I mean, people are, you know, willing to give that time if they love and care about you and want you to be healthy. So mm-hmm. get that accountability going. Get that buddy system going if it works for you. I know for me personally, I just prefer it because at the time that I started losing weight in, weight in 2002, I had never heard of Tybo. So mm-hmm. there was no, um, besides Denise Austin, I worked out with her a lot. And um, just the basic outdoors and going into the weight rooms and asking questions and reading the uh, instructions, I pretty much taught myself before I officially went through, you know, boot camp with American Fitness Training Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Association. So really you just have to do a lot of research, take the time. I didn't know that I had a certain body type. My body type is the type that burns food very very fast, and I could shape it however I want to shape it. Wow. That was learned through research. Um, Some people have larger frames. Some have smaller frames. So when you think that you should be looking much smaller in your clothing, you possibly won't because of the frame and the built of your body. So everybody is different. You just have to really hone in on your body type and conduct that research, and like I said, it's really good to go with the expert. Pay the few dollars. It's not even a lot at this oh, point. Girl, you just said a cuss word. We don't want to pay Uh-oh. for nothing. I know. That's the thing, Tanya. <laughs> that's the thing, but I was going to throw out some rates. Right now, I know, um, although I'm a trainer, I do go to Bally's and I work out, you know, and I have my personal gym that I'm starting up in my home right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, rates are going at $65 an hour, mm-hmm. and that's more than likely one hour a day, and it's really up to you. It's recommended at least twice a week uh, with a personal trainer, so that's about $130 a week, and then you could do a six-week or eight-week or 12-week plan. Mm-hmm. So whichever is convenient is just as a goal. You may want to set some money aside to do that personally at least once a year, meet with a trainer, mm-hmm. you know, um, so that they could get you started, and you retain those um, exercise routines, and then from there, you could, you know, kind of build on your own and get some in-home DVDs. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Find a track or a walking path that you could walk. Buy a bike. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Small things here. You ask for small things. I parked all the way from any elevators or any quick access to my job in school. I parked in the farthest parking lot that I could find wow. when I started losing weight. Why? Just those simple things. Stop taking the elevator. Yeah. There's another one. So, um, oh, here's a big one. Don't go to the food market when you're hungry. So true. We already know that. Mm-hmm. But please do not stuff your cabinets, your pantries, anything with any type of food that will tempt you and you should not have. Because when you're hungry and you're in the comfort of your home, you're going to eat whatever in the cupboard. Right. So if you have, you know, you can make a meal out of whatever, some some grits and you have some non-fat cheese in there, you're going to make you some cheese grits and make it work. So whatever. I'm laughing, uh, Loretta, because I know (laughs) in our household, my mother used to make syrup sandwiches. And I said, nah, but now that you said that, it was like a comfort food. I'm not talking about toasted or anything. I'm talking Uh about two plain Pieces of bread and put syrup what? on it and eat it. And so I'm thinking, and yes, cut we, it in half and eat it. Yes, yes. 
Oh, my goodness, if you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White. We're talking about healthy uh, eating and uh, building that healthy healthy lifestyle. Uh, we're waiting for Miss Jeanette Jenkins. Something must have occurred because uh, everything was a go. But I want to take some callers. Maybe they have some questions for you, um, Loretta, because you are uh, okay. Uh, 502, do you have anything, comments or questions? Everybody gets scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to 240, see if they have any comments or questions uh, about this or if they're just listening. And that's fine. Hello, 240, do you have any comments or questions? Nope. Okay, you just listen? All right, thanks. Okay, Miss Loretta, I guess you're the expert for the night until Miss Jenkins comes on. And that's quite all right because you're giving some great, great information. Uh, now, what, what would you say to somebody? We did have an email question. Um, okay. Somebody who just had a baby, mm-hmm. and she said that she has been, uh, she had a baby seven months ago, and she has been uh, trying to, uh, she's been doing the exercises and the weight is coming off slowly. Uh, okay. What she said is any tips for her to so her body can bounce back to where it was before. Now she said she had gained sixty pounds. Uh, mm-hmm. She doesn't say how much weight she's lost, but she just said it's it's. Uh, she goes to the gym five days a week. She mm-hmm. doesn't say what she's what she's eating though. She just says she it's goes coming off. Five days slow. a week. Yes. Okay. But she doesn't say how long. She just says it's any tips for having her body bounce back into shape. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of, we need some more information, but any tips can, right. could you give her or? Well, the I know that if, I'm not sure how how long ago, did she say how long ago she had a child? She said she had a baby seven months ago. Okay, because I was going to comment on breastfeeding. That burns about 500 calories okay. um, each setting, so that's that's kind of far gone. But most times, they just doctors recommend lifting items that would help with burning fat and calories. Mm-hmm. Just really getting up and being active. She says that she she goes. I don't know what she does, but they right. suggest because I have a sister who um, you know had a child not recently, but I worked with her during her pregnancy. But they recommend 20 to 30 minutes of cardio three to five times a week. So okay. if she's hitting the gym. That's good. But like I said, cardio is the key. Cardio is the key. Melting, yes, melting and burning away that fat. So, so when, when should somebody the, add weights to their their exercise routine? When they see that they're not out of breath, when they do okay. whatever basic routine they're doing. If you can't hold a conversation um, when you're just walking, then it's you're you know you have a ways to go before you start you know slamming iron down. So okay, um, basic routines. Um, even for example, if this young lady here, if she's listening, or if anybody elliptical as opposed to treadmill outdoors is always the best route to take um that environment the fresh air i mean it's just highly motivational to get your walk on to get your jog on but if you're indoors in the gym facility elliptical burns more calories than just walking because you have sort of a high impact um aerobics going on high impact or low impact means that you have at least one foot off of the floor at a time so for the moms who just gave, you know, just had a child or anybody who's trying to work out, joining a workout class will definitely have you burn calories more because you're engaging a variety of different muscles. So okay. the elliptical engage your arm movement, 
your mm-hmm. legs, which then burns your quads, your hamstrings, your calves. Mm-hmm. You're getting a workout there, and also your glutes. The arm engages your traps, your mm-hmm. your deltoids, and also your, of course, your triceps and biceps. So all of those muscles in action, they're burning more calories as opposed to just possibly just walking where you're just using your legs. So definitely if she's in the gym five times a week, that's a great thing. But she want to make sure that each time she's there, she's devoting at least 20 to 30 minutes of cardio. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have to do it all five days. She could break it up and do it three days or, you know, twice a week, depending how far along she is. And like I said, a good indication to know whether or not you could kind of like advance to the weights is if you could hold a good conversation while on the elliptical or power walking or doing those activities. If not, if you're out of breath, it's no way that you uh, should begin, you know, pumping iron if that's not something that you're accustomed to doing because again um, cardio requires breathing mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you can't breathe <laughs> then it's going to be very hard to burn that weight too so now you, what you about sure. what about those resistant bands are they good oh, now that, are, mm-hmm. are they good definitely resistance bands are good um it's just a matter of having them someplace and being able to assess access them to uh, work with but they mm-hmm. are good um, I personally haven't been committed to doing um, those bands using them I have a few of them but I just I find it more um, convenient to do like possibly elliptical where I'm moving my arms freely than mm-hmm. just the, the resistance in the resistance band is the key but you right. know you could get resistance doing a variety of other things too but I know that because I'm a personal trainer it's not right. just common knowledge you have to know um the resistance that you're getting and how much that you know of it that you need to to accelerate um your energy and to burn those calories so yes those bands are good um mm-hmm. i have a lot of workouts um that request those bands and i as an option i don't use it when i'm doing those workout videos because i do a few of those but that is an option Okay. Well, you've given some great information, and I know this is God-ordained uh, because Mr. Jeanette has not shown up yet, and we have 18 minutes to the show, but if you have any questions for Loretta Harris, who is a fitness trainer, uh, please call 347-215-6446. Press the number one so that we know that you uh, want to ask a question or give a comment. Now, um, I had, we had another question, and it was dealing with, um, let me find it, a lady from Georgia, she says she has been overweight all her life uh, until about three years ago almost. Mm-hmm. She doesn't say how much weight she lost, but she says she's changed her eating habits and trying to get her 10-year-old uh, son to do to eat healthier also. And she says she's committed to that lifestyle, um, mm-hmm. eating healthy and taking routine walks after dinner around the neighborhood about three times a week. However, when he spends the weekend or a week with his dad, uh, he goes back to the fast food, sugar, uh, and lounging Uh-oh. around the house. Uh, and it's difficult when he returns home with her to get him back in the routine. What should she do about that? Oh, man. That's kind of difficult. Dad. Have a talk with Dad. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, um, Tanya, it's all about environment. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you don't, if the individual who's serious about losing weight, they've had enough, they're tired, if they don't change their eating habit and change it quick, then they're going to succumb to the same environment. Because mm-hmm. you may be motivated mentally, but if surrounding you all you have is Twinkies and Fig Newtons, I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm not Fig Newtons, that's good. 
that's a good thing, Fig Newtons, is what I'm talking about. But Twinkies and Twix and those different things, then, mm-hmm. I mean, when you're hungry, that's what you're going to succumb to. So if she could have a talk, first of all, with Dad and say, look, you know, for the health of our son, you know, let's uh, uh, get some more healthy choices there in the home. And, you know, he's, she said he's 10. Mm-hmm. He's still a child. I mean, he, ha- he has no you know, income to purchase his own thing. So that's definitely adult communication right. right there that she should definitely do. I know she can't go into the house and buy him all the food and leave it there, you know. But right. um, definitely she needs to have a talk with that, with father and ask him to help out in that area. Did she mention if he's overweight or not? Uh, She doesn't say, but honestly, if she was overweight, more than likely he was. He is. Uh, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, because it, it goes back to what you said, it's the environment. And she said right. she had been overweight all her life, which could, mm-hmm. genetics plays a part in that, until three years ago. So he, right. uh, she was overweight and not eating healthy for seven years of his life, basically. Wow, okay. So I'm, if she doesn't say if he's overweight, but I'm right. assuming. Right. <laughs> Especially, mm-hmm. and, and that draws me to another question. I'm a teacher, you're a teacher. And right. uh, when... The school lunches are not healthy in Kentucky. I don't know about Florida, but they're not healthy at all. What advice could you give to uh, parents about right. uh, how they can make Because, uh, honestly, in Kentucky, mm-hmm. it's straight carbs. Uh, if they okay. have a vegetable, it's the canned uh, high-sodium type of vegetables. Um, okay. Oh, yes, definitely. So, uh and this is a typical lunch. It could be pizza, mm-hmm. um, baked potato. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, starch upon starch upon starch. Yeah, a roll. Yes. Then they give mm-hmm. them a cookie, and then they give and them. And a little mi- salad. And salad is there. That's carbs as well. Yeah. So oh, even a side salad with all of the other carbs can make that just horrible, ridiculous carbs. Okay, but, you um, said salads are carbs. What, what, yes. Mm-hmm. What what in it? Lettuce is not carbs, is it? Yes. Really? Yes, ma'am. That's your high energy food, most definitely. Wow. That's your carbohydrates. Yes, yes. Salad is a good thing if it's eaten in isolation. If you eat it just as a meal with probably some light fish or light chicken to top chicken to top it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is it's carbs. Wow. So what is a healthy salad? Because you know <laughs> I I need this framework. Uh, okay. lettuce, green pepper, lettuce, tomato. Green okay. peppers, definitely, red peppers, bell peppers, whatever you add into that. Now, here's the fat. It's all in the oils. And okay. um, I do have on my site, I have a um, trainer's site. It's called Stay Fit Expert. So if the individuals listening would go to myspace.com forward slash uh, train, I'm sorry, Stay Fit Experts, they will see a list of different recommendations that I give when it, in regards to the types of food that you should, you know, should eat, pay attention to. Salad sounds good, but here's when you mess it up, is when you pour on the salad dressing. One mm-hmm. teaspoon of salad dressing can be up to 145 calories. But That's a meal. That's a, that is a meal or even a light snack. But the kicker is you look at the fat, it's the same thing. So it's 145 calories and 100% fat. Oh my God. Unless you commit to getting something that's low fat, um, or no fat or fat free. So that and, is and the thing. And then the. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say they have these salad spritzers now. Um, yes. Yes, I have. Are those healthier choices? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Um, 
to use that. It's automatically less. I saw one the other day. I personally don't use them yet because mm -hmm. I don't consume that much salad, but I saw one the other day. It just was 35 um, calories, mm -hmm. period, and um, yeah. that was good. It, said, it recommended, though, you have to look at the serving. It recommended like two or three spritz, okay. if, if I'm not mistaken. And then another thing with the salad, they taste lovely, but the croutons is a killer. Yeah. The croutons is nothing but baked bread with tons of butter yeah. and other other sweeteners um, compacted into probably that small size, whatever, inch by inch square. But the croutons, the blue cheese dressing. Mm, cheese you didn't crumble, say another cuss word, fake. Ooh, the blue <laughs> cheese, let me tell you, delicious, but killer, <laughs> killer. Ooh, I say you might as well just have a spoon of that at a time. Just have a spoon of it because it's just like, just have a spoon of fat because that's all it is. Salad dressing is nothing but oil and fat. So wow. that that's the light servings that you should have in addition to whatever it is you're eating because it's, it's heavily saturated in fat. This is a rule of thumb. If you're eating a meal or you're paying attention to the calories, turn over to the back, and as long as the calorie in fat is not over 40 to 50% of the food, you're okay, but that food, if it's that close, 40 or 50, that's one you should do in moderation or, you know, stand clearer for some time if you're trying to lose weight. So okay. the indicator here is if your caloric intake is 135 calories and you look at the fat calories and it's half of that, stay away. So we're talking about about 75, 70 or 50, stay away. But if it's, you know, about one-third, then you're doing fine. Okay, so you definitely okay. want to pay, you know, close attention to the caloric intake because you have the monounsaturated fat that's doing nothing but harm to your body. And those are mm. the bad fats. So, wow. yeah, very, very important. Now, you lead me to another question. If you just, we have about 10 minutes left. You have phenomenal information. Um, awesome. What about two questions? Mm -hmm. The salad toppings, is, is that high in fat? Because it's a lot of peanuts and everything. Mm -hmm. Have, mm -hmm. Are you familiar with that? In the, uh, fat the, and peanuts? Yeah, no, the, they have salad toppings now. It's like... Mm -hmm. um, oh, yes, I've seen those in stores. The dry toppings right. that you could sprinkle on, yes, I've seen those. Now, is, is that healthy choice or is it just like croutons? It's just a, it's, it's for the appetite. Is it necessary? No, but I guess for the additional, that's like a luxury. You could do okay. without it. You, okay. What your body really desires is the green leafy. But, and there's a difference, too. That plain just salad, um, iceberg lettuce, that's not healthy salad. That has no effect on your health. Yeah, that's I'm, not even healthy eating. Right. The it's romaine a romaine. Lettuce, exactly. The green leafy lettuce, those are the ones that's beneficial to your health. Those are the ones that helps your internal organs your intestines, and it keeps your bowel movement. Those are the cleansers of your body. Anything mm -hmm. green and leafy are the cleansers, natural cleansers for your body, and it's definitely recommended to have high intakes of the green leafy stuff. And you're doing mm -hmm. your body nothing but a service if you have those at least a couple times a day. Okay. For your lunch probably for a snack and then aside for, you know, your dinner, but keeping in mind the time um, mm -hmm. is important as well, and not loading it up with dressing is another thing, so... So you you mentioned time several times. What is a, a not a time to eat after? Is there a certain time? A lot of people say seven. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say seven o'clock. You should kind of, but it all depends on the individual. If people people live an active life and the life, you, you're just up and at them at about five or something. 
you're going to burn that meal off. It's the mm-hmm. danger of going to sleep right after eating. Okay. Because this is the thing you have to be knowledgeable about. Food serves its purpose. So when you look at protein, you're looking at your, your energy source. Okay, you're looking at carbohydrates. You're definitely looking at your motivation. Carbohydrates, anything you eat that's carb, bread, whatever, it kicks your body into high gear. You're waking up your body and you're saying, I'm here, okay, I'm up, now I'm, I'm about to do something. Most times people go to sleep after eating a sandwich or eating a salad, and they don't know. They just woke up their body, and their body's like, okay, I'm up now, and then you go to sleep. All that sugar now is going to rest, and it just automatically becomes fat. So if you're leaving, living an active life and you're active and you're engaged and you're going and even if it's light meals, then, I mean, you're fine. This, you're not going to do a danger or disservice. It's those who just eat a full course. I'm talking about a five-course meal mm-hmm. and uh, macaroni and cheese, potato salad, mm-hmm. cornbread, and, and then they go to sleep on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the danger. And, you know, no matter what time of day you go to sleep right after you're, you eat, that's dangerous. Right. It's just it's just not healthy because you didn't burn off the fat, you didn't burn off the food, and then now it's becoming just stored fat. So a lot of people yeah. say the seven o'clock, and you know, for some people it varies, but just don't go to sleep after you eat. They recommend waiting up for about an hour or so, or until you have a bowel movement. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of water will help you um, to take up some of that um, space if you eat water before a meal, and even after a meal to flush to flush your system. It's I'm just learning so much, Tanya, about the body and how much mm-hmm. it was already built and designed to take care of itself. Mm-hmm. That if we learn how to tend to and take care of our temple and our body, we won't have the illnesses and the other things that we deal with, the obesity, the, the uh, diabetes that's caused from overeating and the excessive bad foods that we put into it. Just simple things like drinking a glass or two of water before your meal will be Mm -hmm. beneficial because you fill in your stomach. You're not going to be as hungry unless you're just really forcing the food. And then after you finish eating, drinking another glass of water, even when you get up early in the morning, eating a slice of bread and water will fill you up because all you're doing is you're coming off of your fast from however many hours you slept. So you just really need something light to wake your body up and your metabolism to, to get it going. And then from there you will see that you will pick up an appetite throughout the day and, you know, they recommend six meals, small meals throughout the day. Okay. Sounds like a lot, but those are kind of like in hours of three-hour increments when your body mm-hmm. will tend to get hungry after burning off whatever light meal you just ate. So, you know, it's those basic steps and knowing how, and it's much more easier than people think. Right. Well, you, it goes back to how you started the show is a discipline, right. um, mm-hmm. and you have to want it. You won't have to want to succeed and when you want Definitely. to succeed, you're going to be disciplined. You're going to change your mindset. You're going to get the inf- information as you have graciously given us today. Now we're down to five minutes, and I want you. I want to address going to going to the grocery. Okay. Briefly tell us, because a lot of times we, you know, shop for two weeks, and I mm-hmm. find when I do that, um, I overeat, as opposed okay. to shopping every four to five days because I get just enough when, I, when I'm All focused right. on healthy living. I get just enough, and I plan out my meals better. Um, mm-hmm. Is there any standard on going to the grocery and what to buy and what not to buy? Because I know sometimes when I look at even those uh, Weight Watchers, healthy ones, those are a lot of carbs uh, and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of sodium. Um, 
Yes. And so I, I, I have to find the ones that are, are, are small. So can you address that real quickly? Okay, yes. I may kill right now all of the the um, foods that people would usually do. Okay. X out the, X out the pre-prepared food. Pre-prepared so food, yes. Pre, the food you have to heat up, you absolutely want to X them out because of everything you just named. High in sodium, they're not fresh, and you don't know how long they've been stored to have trans fat. So you mm. definitely want to chill that out. But I want to go through a quick list, and it's just going to be one minute. Okay. When you're shopping for vegetables, do all fresh fruits. Don't do anything canned because okay. of the sodium and because of the other <clears throat> harsh chemicals. So you want to do all fresh. I'm talking about lettuce, ex- asparagus, cauliflower, mm-hmm. um, zucchini, anything fresh that you could put together. Fresh fruits, nothing canned. We're talking about apples, bananas, peaches, oranges, berries. Berries that tie an antioxidant. Definitely something that could help you with your um, immune system. Those types of things, when you start shopping to remediate areas of your life, when you know, okay, I need carrots, for whatever my healthy side, I need um, bananas to my potassium. I'm lacking in energy. When you start knowing the benefits of the food, then mm-hmm. you're going to start shopping with that in mind. So now okay. you're not shopping for junk food or anything that's not going to fuel your body. You're now shopping um, for something that will your body will benefit from. So that should eliminate the snack aisle, not completely, because here's the thing. For a quick snack, pick up those Slim Fast Nutritious Bars. The, okay. Um, the, um, uh, what is this, South Beach Diet Bars. Those bars, if you notice, they're high in protein. protein that yeah. Each carries about 10 proteins, and mm-hmm. they will say up to 90 to 140 calories. Some are designed to be a meal replacement. Some are not. They are designed to be a snack, and they're good. They're, mm-hmm. they're chocolatey. Some of them have the strawberries, the berries. So now when you go into the, health, the uh, snack aisle, what type of snacks are you getting? Go to the bars. Okay. Okay, go to the healthy bars because it's going to fill you up like a meal and it's going to taste good. And it's not that junk fat. It's the the multi-grains and the different things. Wow. So, um, yeah, definitely. And then for your poultry and your meat, you definitely want to do turkey. And if you're doing turkey or chicken, white turkey, um, chicken as well, um, boneless, skinless, taking okay. the skin off is an extra step of precaution, those types of things. So definitely try some vegetarian diets. Try some um, Morning Star patties, things like that. That's less mm. fat and more protein because now, again, we're, we're catering to the body, and the body needs your, a well-round protein, carbohydrates, and a little bit of fat in the diet and, of course, vegetables. So wow. it's important that you're well-rounding in your, you know, your shopping list. Wow. Faith, you have been amazing. Uh Unfortunately, Miss Jeanette Jenkins didn't show up. We're going to follow up and try to reschedule. But, Faith, we're going to definitely have you back, uh, hopefully in January, to, to dig okay. more into that. Because I didn't never know that uh, you struggled with weight. Uh, so uh, I'm going to be emailing you. Because I am hey, really I will be a personal wellness coach. Everybody's heard it tonight. Faith is Tanya's personal wellness coach. Listen. I accept that because I'm trying to live a healthy lifestyle. I'm going to turn 40 in 2010, and I want to be here, fabulous, and 40. Um, And so I need you to help me. I'm I'm really I'm going to send you something this week uh, and tell you what I'm doing and what is all. But you have been amazing. I thank you for uh, following up about co-hosting. You have been (laughs) a blessing. Give us your contact information real quick. We're down to 50 seconds. Okay. 
We're at chpublishing.org. That's my website, and you could email me at lharris at chpublishing.org. All right. Do that. I'm going to do it. Listen, tune in Tuesday. We're going to talk to Barry Floyd, a.k.a. TT from The Game. Uh, and then Thursday is going to be our last show for 2009. We're going to do a year in review. But listen, I know I'm fired up about e- uh, eating healthy and doing exercise and living a healthy life. You should be too. And I am determined to win this battle of my weight in 2010. And if you are uh, determined to do that too, reach out to Faith. I'm going to reach out to her. And then follow up with me in Real Talk. Listen, we're going to close out with Yolanda Adams. I've got the victory. I already have it because Faith is going to help me. Love you guys, and then we will uh, see you Tuesday uh, for another edition of Real Talk with Mm -hmm. Mm Me.